You know what time it is when you hear that music. It's time for the Pastorpreneur Podcast. Welcome back. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. Thank you for tuning in again for another week. Thank you for joining us on another Thursday show. So excited about uh, today. Today is a special episode. Today is about to be our birthday episode. <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow is my birthday. Tomorrow is a milestone birthday. Uh, it is to me anyway. It's a milestone. It's a 45, 45th birthday. So I got a special show we're going to do today uh, focused on that 45th birthday. Uh, before we get to that, though, I wanted to share some information with you about some upcoming events. And we'll be right back after this. When I was getting started in my business, the one thing I wish I had was a group of professionals who had already had success doing it before to help me along the way. That's why I put together the Mastermind Exchange. We're bringing you professionals and experts to help the next group of entrepreneurs get started in the right way. The more small businesses we can help get it done right, the better it is for every entrepreneur in the marketplace. There will be 13 experts sharing insight and expertise on how you can build a better business for 2020. This virtual summit is totally free to attend, but you must register for access. To save your spot and select your sessions, simply go to www.mxsummit20.com and register. The power of the mastermind is the synergy created when multiple minds come together. So in that vein, don't keep this to yourself. Spread the word and invite your entire team, staff, or friends. We'll see you on January 17th and 18th. There'll be tons of great teachings to help you master business, as well as many giveaways, prizes, and surprises. Register now for the Mastermind Exchange 20 at www.mxsummit20.com. Will this finally be the year that you write your book? Hi, I'm Ryan C. Green, and as an author coach, I get asked the same two questions all the time. Question one is, how do I write my book? And question two is, how do I sell more books? And at the Six Figure Author Mastery Masterclass, we're going to teach you how to do both. This upcoming class is going to teach you on day one everything you need to know about how to write your book in three days so that you can finally get off the couch and get your book done this year. No more excuses. I'm going to show you my proven system on how to get your book done within three days so that you finally can get your book published. And then on day two, we're talking all about how to sell more books, how to go out there and maximize the revenue from your book. So if you've not written your book yet and you want to finally learn how to write your book, this is for you. If you've written a book already and you need to know how to sell more books, this is for you as well. So you can go now and register spaces limited. We're only taking 12 people per master class. The next upcoming class is open for registration right now at www.sf a masterclass.com that's s as in six f as in figure a as an author masterclass.com go ahead and save your seat right now www.sfamasterclass.com i look forward to helping you turn your 20 dollars book into a six-figure revenue stream 
That's right. So take advantage of both of those opportunities coming up. Uh, the Mastermind Exchange is a free summit. Uh, you don't want to miss that. It is uh, next week, as a matter of fact. And then uh, next month, we're doing the uh, master class. So jump on board for that. If you've been talking about doing that book, let's go ahead and get it done now uh, this year. So, uh, you know, make sure that you go and you, you follow the show. If you are listening, you make sure you go on to your podcast provider and subscribe to our show. But also make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you leave a comment. Those comments count. Those comments matter. Those comments get seen by uh, those the powers that be who can help make the show even bigger. So I want to thank you for following us and, and then just share it. Tell somebody else about it. Go ahead and share the link out uh, with your friends, your Facebook, your social media, whatever it may be. Uh, matter of fact, speaking of social media, you can make sure you can follow me on all social media at Rye G Speaks. All social media at Rye G Speaks. So let's just jump right into it, okay? Let's get to it. This show is a special show. Uh, like I said, tomorrow is uh, my birthday. Shout out to all the Capricorns, the number one sign of all signs. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. So, <laughs> uh, and I mean it. So uh, we're going to talk today, though, uh, today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about um, lessons I've learned, okay, as, as I sit back and embark and, and reflect on 45 years. Uh, you know, I really wanted to think, you know, what have I learned? What has life taught me in these 45 years? What uh, have I gotten out of 45 years so what i'm gonna do today is i want to share just a couple of, of of life lessons i've learned some of the top four or five things that i've learned in my 45 years some of the top four or five things i've learned in my 45 years and these are in no particular order they're just things that uh i was just doing a brain dump and just kind of thinking you know what do i well, what lessons have i learned along the way that i've kept and want to share with others um as well so let's just jump right into it uh, lesson number one that I learned, lesson number one was your greatest friend soon becomes your greatest enemy. And that friend and that enemy I'm talking about is time. That's right. Your greatest friend soon becomes your greatest enemy. Time, when you're young, you feel like you have all the time in the world. And then when you start getting older, you feel like you just cannot get enough time to do it all. Uh, so, you know, I, I that lesson is so important to me because I try not to be a procrastinator. I try to uh, do everything now. When it crosses my mind, I'm, I want to do it now. If, if I'm thinking about it, and it can be something simple. I don't mean nothing grandiose. I just mean, you know, something simple. If, if I'm if I'm looking at something online and I want uh, someone to see it, I want you to see it now. <laughs> you know, I, I want to uh, go and, and, and fix something now. Uh, part of that is in part because, you know, I, unfortunately, I saw my mom pass away. At, a, at an early age and uh, realized that, you know, all her life she was planning for retirement and she never got a chance to retire. And when that time came, I realized that, you know, we 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 sit there and think we have time and we, we live our lives and we just sit back and just go to work, wait for retirement for someone to tell us we worked long enough. Give us a check and that's going to be life. Uh, I'm not built that way. I'm not cut that way uh, to do that. Uh, and, and when you're working out there, when you're out there trying to make things happen, you realize that uh, the older you get, the bigger the enemy time becomes. So let's go on to number two. Number two, second lesson is that life isn't fair. Life is just. Now, I, I've been telling this to my kids since they were born. Uh, they can probably recite this for you. Life isn't fair. Life is just because, you know, when you have kids, the first thing they tell you, that's not fair. No matter what it is, you know, if. Jordan gets some ice cream and Jaden doesn't. Jaden's yelling, that's not fair. 
if if Jaden gets to go to the movies and Jordan doesn't, Jordan's saying that's not fair. You know, and I had to tell him real early on, you know, life isn't fair. Life is just. Life gives you what you earn, what you reserve, uh, deserve, what you've uh, put into it and deserve to get out of it is what life gives you. You know, fair is, is two people uh, who don't do the same thing but get the same reward. You know, fair is just giving some two people uh, something equal uh, regardless of effort. Uh, just is giving each person something based on the level of effort they put into it. And life is just that life is, is just life will give you what you put into it. So don't take it for granted and make sure that you go ahead and out there, you're, you're putting more into it so that you can get everything out of it that you're looking for. Number three is, uh, <laughs> number three is you cannot be anything you want to be. <laughs> Stop telling your kids that lie. Stop. We've got to stop telling people you can be anything you want to be. Because the bottom line is you can't. You know what I wanted to be coming out of college? You know what I wanted to be? I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to have a singing group. I wanted to uh, be a singer. Before that, before I went to college, I wanted to be a professional football player. But you know what? I didn't have talent in either one of those areas. (laughs) I mean, I played football, but I wasn't that good. I even had a singing group in college, but I wasn't that good of a singer. So you can't be anything you want to be. The key to life is finding what you can be and be great at that. Figure out what you're good at being and be that, but be great at it. Uh, But, you know, we got to stop thinking you can be anything you want to be. No, it sounds good on paper, but let's be honest, it's not true. Number four, freedom is more important than money. That's right. Freedom is more important than money. Now, freedom, it can, you know, so many levels of freedom. Uh, for me and for those who understand what the passionpreneur movement is all about, the passionpreneur movement is all about freedom. It's all about being able to uh, live your life on your terms, live your life uh, at, with you as the real boss without having to um, chase the dollar all the time, uh, without being uh, a subject to a boss who's always going to tell you what you're worth, tell you when you can go, uh, you know, when you can take off, when you can go home, those kind of things. Freedom is more important than money. So when you're pursuing any kind of business, when you're pursuing any kind of endeavor, uh, you want to make sure that you are uh, always in control, that you are always um, true to yourself and that you're never putting yourself in a situation where someone has any kind of ownership, whatever that kind of ownership may be over you. You always want to make sure that you are free. That should be your goal in life, not to have a bunch of money just for no reason or or by any means necessary, but you want to be free. There's no, you know, uh, there's no joy in having a a bank account full of money and you're still a slave to some system, a slave to some person, a slave to some employer or a slave to something else. So freedom is is, is so much more important than money and so much more rewarding. Number five on the list. Number five is oftentimes your greatest pain makes way for your greatest success. Oftentimes your greatest pain makes way for your greatest success. Now, here's the thing. Because when you're going through pain, it hurts. Obviously, that's what pain is. That's the definition of pain. And you don't necessarily always see what that success could be in the middle of the pain. Uh, But when you properly uh, process that pain, when you properly look at the lessons that can be learned, and when you go through it and grow through it, then your success is on the other side. See, and I say this because sometimes we'll see people who will try to uh, prescribe the pain away. You know what I mean by that is though they want to take drugs or they want to drink the pain away or they want to do something to kind of you know escape from the pain. Uh, but the thing about that is if you don't deal with it, uh, it's going to come back. It doesn't go away. 
you know, so that pain has to be dealt with and processed properly in order to really get that success and that uh, uh, that you that that victory that you're looking for. Uh, so then I learned that, you know, I learned that at an early age, 25. My mom passed away. That was the greatest pain I ever experienced. Uh, when I look back at it, though, some of the decisions that I made after that, you know, that really uh, set me on the trajectory that I was on for life and business. I had to look, you know what? Had my mom been around some of those things, I would not have done. Like I would have, I know she wouldn't have been supportive of, she wouldn't have uh, backed me on. And I probably would have not done those things. And that would have interfered with my purpose. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to have my mother still here, you know, but the thing is when we're thinking about pain, uh, sometimes those things, you know, we don't, we don't always understand or see things at that time what, what the, what the, the success on the other side is going to be, but you got to go through it in order to get to that, to get to that place. Number six, number six, I've learned this is that people are your greatest assets. People are your greatest assets. Now, People may think that uh, real estate is a great asset, um, you know, cash is a great asset. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, whatever it may be, it may be a great asset, but people are your greatest asset. And how you treat people is, is going to determine the success you have in your own life. You know, how you treat people and how who you can tap into, what kind of access you have to others and how they feel about you is going to go a long way in determining how successful you are in everything that you do. Uh because whatever you don't have, if you have access to someone else who does have it or access to someone else who does know it, then then you're it's just like you having it yourself. So people and building those relationships and fostering positive relationships are, are so important for your success and for your joy, for your peace in life. You know, I don't subscribe to the petty culture. Uh, you know, I don't know how or why in the last few years uh, being petty became like a badge of honor. You know, I, I'm not that person. I hate that. Uh, but, you know, for some reason, people think that, hey, you know, uh, getting back at someone, someone does something to you, you got to go back at them 10 times worse. You got to be even more petty uh, to them. To me, that shows a sign of immaturity. You know, uh, it, it's immature because when that part, because then what's going to happen is that cycle continues. Then you're going to need that person one day and then they're going to be petty to you. <laughs> and then what? You know, what, what do you have then? Uh, so you got to ask yourself, you know, is the relationship more important than you just being right? Is the relationship more important than uh, you just being able to get a laugh off because you got the last word in uh, or because they you were you were meaner than them? Ha ha ha. I got you. You know, <laughs> but think about that. So people are your greatest asset. So think about the importance of people uh, the next time you're trying to curse someone out or write someone off or cancel someone. Think about the value that a person could have on your life or in your life at some point down the line. Number seven. This is one of my favorites on the list. Number seven. You know what? Oh, wow. I didn't even do this on purpose. <laughs> Look at God. Number seven is God is still awesome. God is still awesome. And the reason I'm laughing for those, I'm most probably know, those who don't know, you know, seven is the number of perfection. It's number of completion. That's God's number. And I just was writing a list and number seven happened to be God is still awesome. You know, so I, I, that, that touched me, but you know, think about that in our lives, no matter what we go through, no matter the trials, the tribulations, the ups and the downs, God is still awesome. And God, and I learned that God is still there. Even when I'm not, even when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, even when I'm not living up to the level that I'm supposed to be living up to, God still has never forsaken me. He's never left me. 
he's always there. He's always said, you know what? You're being a real knucklehead right now, Ryan, but I still love you. And we're going to, I'm still going to uh, be there for you and fulfill my part of the promise. I'm just waiting on you to do your part. <laughs> and so I definitely, uh, in 45 years as a, as a few times that I could that I saw that I could not have made it to 45 years. And, uh, but God is still awesome and he's been faithful all this time. So thank you for that. Number eight, number eight, number eight. Here's a good one. Closed fists can't receive blessings. Closed fists can't receive blessings. See, if you have a fist that's closed because you're being stingy, say you got you know a handful of coins uh, and, and you don't want to give them up, you don't want to share, you, you're holding it for all it's worth because that's all you have is this handful of coins, uh, but someone else comes by to try to give you a blessing and give you some dollar bills, you can't receive those bills because your hand's are still closed holding on to that little bit you have. You have to be in a place where you want to give more than you ever expect to receive. See, I learned a long time ago that the more you give, uh, the more you avail yourself to receive blessings. When you give more, you are in a position to receive. And that's the thing is you can't keep holding on to the little bit that you have. I mean, think about it. It's a little bit. So if you, if it's just, if that's all you have, what good is it going to do? Like, Plant that thing, give it away, hope that it multiplies itself, do something with it. If you can't, you know, uh, uh, make make things work with the little bit you got, if someone something comes along, an opportunity comes along for you to be a blessing to someone else, be a blessing and watch you be blessed in return. Make sure that your, your life should be, uh, the goal for your life is to give more than you ever expect to receive. Open your hands up, be willing to give so that you can then receive. So you don't want to keep holding on to being stingy of your, your money, being stingy of your time, being stingy of your talents uh, to other people. Go ahead and, and be a blessing and pour into the lives of others, and you'll get those things as well. Number nine. Number nine is you cannot live forever, but your impact can. You cannot live forever, but your impact can. Now, obviously, we're all uh, human, and we're all going to die. That's just the way it goes. We are going to die one day. But our impact can outlive us by, you know, generations. Our impact will always be here, whether it be positive or negative. Our impact is going to outlive us. So your the question you need to ask yourself is what you want your impact to be. What are you going to leave as an impact on the world, as an impact on your family, as an impact on your relationships, as an impact on the strangers that you meet? that you walk by every day, what is your impact going to be in those lives of those people that come across you and, and how they look at you and how they think about you once you're gone? You know, you have to make your life matter. You have to make everything that you do, make your impact matter. And this is a lesson that I learned that, you know, I, I'm not going to be forever, but everything I do has to be a positive impact on somebody. Whenever someone thinks about anything that I've done, I want it to be a positive impact thing and they might not always like everything I did I don't do everything for someone to like it but I do look for I, I do do things with the hope and the uh, purpose of, of having a positive impact one way or another on someone's life so think about that make sure that uh, hopefully that you know something you want to do as well is focus on having that positive impact uh, that, that outlasts and outlives you number 10 number 10 is people don't care and this is from Zig Ziglar okay I think Zig Ziglar said this that's the first person I heard say this uh, but when I heard it, it stuck with me forever and I try to live by it. And the saying goes, people don't care how much, you know, 
until you until they know how much you care. But then he added this about them. See, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. See, that's called connection. That's called intimacy. That's called, uh, you know, being human. <laughs> uh, people don't want to know it all. They don't, you know, you can go in a room and, you know, you may be the smartest person in the room and no one cares until you show them why you care about them and the value that you're going to bring to them. And, you know, and that's just the bottom line. Everyone's called. I've heard in other places called WIFM. People say, you know, the radio station WIIFM, WIFM, what's in it for me? Uh, that's the the motivation that most of us live by. We will know what's in it for me. All right. And if we don't, uh, if we, we're, we're listening to someone who doesn't show they care about us, then we're going to tune them out. You know, if you're a boss, your people that you lead don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. Your children don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. Your spouse doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. So if you want people to listen to you, if you want to have that impact I just talked about on other people, then you have to show them that you care about them. And that will open up so many doors and that'll have that. That'll go back to even earlier. We talked about people being your greatest assets. Those people being your greatest assets are the ones who know how much you care about them. They'll run through walls for you when they know that you care about them. So uh, that's definitely something I learned along the way. It's very important. It's blessed me all these years. Number 11. Number 11 is is laughter is truly the best medicine. Laughter truly is the best medicine. Uh, Anyone who knows me, anyone who's been around me for five minutes will tell you, I'm going to crack a joke. I'm going to make you laugh. I'm gonna, we're going to find something funny uh, in a scenario, in a situation. It's going to be funny. Look, I, laughter has gotten me through a lot of pain in my life. Uh, sometimes even probably inappropriate laughter, if I'm being honest, probably inappropriate timing. My timing isn't always the best, but I can always find a joke in something. I can always uh, find some way to put a smile on someone's face when they're experiencing pain. And you know, that's been a gift of mine. I think that that's been able to help me make it through a lot of dark days is just being able to laugh at things um, and, and shake it off, find humor and everything. And, and it helps me understand that, you know, not to take myself too seriously, not to take life too seriously, uh, but also to keep on pushing and know that every day is a new opportunity. Number 12, number 12 was a big one. Number 12 I learned is that action trumps ambition every time. Action trumps ambition every time so you can be the most ambitious person you can have all this vision you can have all these dreams you have all these things you want to do and that looks good on paper it sounds good when you tell someone but action is going to be every vision every ambition every time you go out there and actually do it when you go out there and actually pursue those dreams you go out there and actually build that business help those people pursue whatever it is you want that you're ambitious about that's going to win every time. Uh, you don't have to wait for everything to get perfect before you launch it, but you got to launch it to perfect it. Okay. We don't want to get analysis paralysis where we're sitting there always just thinking, 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 I got to get it right. I got to get it perfect before you launch something, before you go out there and take action. And no, you want to go out there and just do it, you know, get out there and, you know, know where you're trying to go and just get started at something. The action is going to win every time. You know, you, you can't leave an impact if you don't take action. You can't uh, make 
any progress without taking some sort of action and action is going to uh, beat that ambition every time. I, I, you know, one of the things people tell me, you tell, tell me all the time this, you know, Ryan, you got such great vision. You got such great vision. You're such a visionary. And I know they mean it in a, as a compliment, but man, that drives me crazy. Cause I'm like, nah, I'm not just a visionary. Like I get stuff done. Like I'm, I'm out here working. I'm trying to get things done. Do you see the things I'm doing? Like I, you know, that action part is what I really want to, you know, focus on and not just be the person who had the dream and never went out there and made it come true. Number 13, this is going to touch somebody. This is for somebody. I mean, it obviously was for me first is my list, but I'm sharing it with you all because I hope that something that I say uh, touches you as well. Number 13 is forgiveness is the key to freedom. Forgiveness is the key to freedom. Uh, forgiveness is so important in freeing yourself up emotionally mentally, you know, even physically, when you are able to forgive someone for a pain they caused you, you free yourself up to live. You know, when you walk around with a hurt, uh, a pain, um, a hate that you have for someone else, that person has control of your mind every single day that you walk around with that unforgiveness. So if someone hurt you that one time, if you can't forgive and be able to move on, then you're allowing them to hurt you every single day that you keep that in your mind, that, that you keep that hurt and that pain in your mind without letting it go. And forgiveness doesn't mean you're, you're going to necessarily be friends again. Forgiveness doesn't mean you're calling them up and y'all going to Super Bowl parties together. But forgiveness means that you have released them of the 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 responsibility you released uh, them from that place in your mind that they once held that hurt you and you've been able to say I'm taking control of my own life my own emotions again and I'm not going to allow what you did to me to impact me in that way anymore uh, and that's the key to your freedom that's the key to being free emotionally it's the, the key to being able to bounce back to be able to come back from setbacks being able to forgive anyone who's hurt you along the way Number 14, number 14 <laughs> is that uh, you need to write things down. Yeah, you need to write things down, especially when you get over 40 years old. You need to start writing things down. I will trust a short pencil over a long-term memory any day. I will short, trust my short pencil over a long memory any day. You know, uh, anyone who's over 40, I'm sure you have walked downstairs out your bedroom into the kitchen, and in 15 steps you forgot what the heck you walked in the room for. Then you walk back upstairs and forgot what you came upstairs for. <laughs> someone will tell you their name. You meet someone in the morning and tell you their name. And 30 minutes later, you can't remember. Man, I have forgotten more great ideas than I would, you know, ever do because I just didn't write them down. I forgot to write things down. And that's going to happen. You'll, you'll, you'll probably some of your best ideas You'll never do because you'll forget them because you didn't write them down. Yep. So just start writing stuff down. That's another lesson. I, I write things down. People ask me all the time. They want me to recall stuff. I don't know. I don't remember. Let me grab my notes because I write things down, but I can free that mind space up for something else. I don't have to. It's like your storage on your uh, your SD card, right? That's like your brain. and Everything that you store in there uh, from me is your memory takes up space. So if I can just start writing stuff down, I can free up more memory, free up more space to receive something else. Number 16. <laughs> Number 16 is that someone, and I learned this, you know, this, this, I, 
I, I know this because people have come to me and told me this. Uh, someone is always watching and counting on you to do the right thing whenever you think no one is watching. Let me say it again. Someone is always watching and counting on you to do the right thing whenever you think no one is watching. See, doing the right thing when no one is watching is called integrity. And people are watching. Like You'd be surprised uh, when you're out there doing something, how many times someone will hit you up and say, you know, I saw when you did X, Y, and Z, and it really touched me. And you had no idea anybody was even watching you do it. You know, I, I saw you give, uh, you know, help that lady cross the street. I saw you give that homeless man some some money. You know, I, I saw you bring lunch to school for your kid and every kid at the table, anything. You know, and you don't do it for notoriety. You don't do it to, you know, I don't know when this new age now where people, everyone wants to videotape every good deed they do. So people are giving money to homeless people. They want to make sure they videotape it. People are blessing other people. They want to videotape it and put it on you know, social media. I got to ask you, well, you know, what's the motivation behind that? Are you doing it because you were called to help somebody or are you doing it because you want everyone to say how nice you were? That's that, not, you know, I, I understand that. But the people who are doing those things behind closed doors, people who are doing those things when no one's watching, the people who are doing the right thing when no one's watching, someone is watching. And they're counting on you to do the right thing, and you're impacting their lives even when you're not, quote, unquote, on camera. Even when you don't know you're being watched, someone's watching you, and they're counting on you to do the right thing. So just know that. And sometimes they'll never tell you. You won't even know that person was watching you, and you'll go mess up. And not even know that you just ruined that whole person's impression of you and every decision they're going to make going forward because you acted a fool because you thought no one was watching. Then the final thing on the list, the final thing on the list, number 16 on the list is it's okay to break the rules sometimes. It's okay to break the rules sometimes. Ask for forgiveness instead of permission. See, I just said, the 16th thing on my list. But when I started the list, if those who were paying attention, remember I said I was only going to share four to five things that I learned throughout my life of 45 years. But I broke that rule. I said four to five things, but I was, and I'm wondering what number you picked up and said, wait, he said four to five. He already on number nine. <laughs> I did that on purpose to show you that it's okay to break the rule sometimes. And if you want to do anything worth doing, sometimes you may have to break a rule. Sometimes I don't mean now remember breaking a rule is not the same as breaking a law. I'm not condoning or endorsing anyone breaking a law, uh, but rules are, you know, man-made rules can be arbitrary. Sometimes you got to break a rule in order to uh, get somewhere. Sometimes you got to break uh, the, the, the norm that someone may say, cause see, sometimes here's the thing. And I'm not talking about necessarily rules that work. If, if your job says be there at eight, you better be there at eight. I'm talking about rules that we just make up. People make up and say, hey, you got to do this this way because this way it's always been done. No, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want. You know, you, you break the rules. Ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Go out there. Think outside the box. Go out there. Don't be afraid to, to challenge the norms. Don't be afraid to challenge the tra tradition. Uh, don't be afraid to go out there and try something a different way and see how things work for you. So, listen, that is it. I want to thank you. Tomorrow is the big day. Turn 45 tomorrow. I want to thank you all because, you know, here I am celebrating a birthday on the radio. Got books out, speaking all over the place. A lot of things going on. 2020 is going to be a great year. And I'm excited because uh, God has blessed me to see this year. 
I'm excited for everyone who's been in my life uh, this year. Uh, well, not just this year, my entire life, 45 years. So we'll thank you all um, for uh, the, the time that, that you've spent with me. I want to thank you for listening to me. I want to thank you for riding with me in every iteration of everything that I've done. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Passionpreneur Podcast. If you liked it, tell someone else about it. Go ahead and share it out. And also make sure you click that subscribe button and follow us and listen to every week's episode. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. You can reach me at www.ryancgreen.com. Follow me on all social media at Raji Speaks. I look forward to working with you, talking to you soon. And just remember, if the best part about going to work is getting off of work, it's time to become a passionpreneur. Thank you.